The Spin-Off Podcast Network. Are you making the most of your KiwiSaver investment? Generate is an award-winning KiwiSaver provider with a track record of strong long-term performance. Making a smart decision now could add tens of thousands of dollars by the time you reach retirement. Book a no-obligation chat with a Generate KiwiSaver advisor today at generatekiwisaver.co.nz slash advice. A copy of the product disclosure statement is available at generatekiwisaver.co.nz. The issuer of the scheme is Generate Investment Management Limited and, of course, past performance does not guarantee future returns. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. The new Technics A800 Premium Wireless Headphones and AZ60 True Wireless Earbuds feature industry-leading noise cancelling, multi-point Bluetooth connection, superior call quality and long-lasting battery life. Indulge in superior sound like never before with Technics. Before we get into the show, if you enjoy our podcasts and value what we do at the spin-off, please consider joining the spin-off members. All our mahi is made possible by our members, and we wouldn't be here today without their support. Totokomai and head to thespinoff.co.nz slash members to sign up. Kia ora koutou, welcome to The Real Recap. This is The Real Pod, minus one, so just Jane and Alex today. Just the girls, just girls night. Girls night, <laughs> oh, they go so well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, recapping Married at First Sight Australia, um, and we just, got, there was, it was a hell of a week. Last week we were like, a bit dull. Mm. We, I think I even was said at the end of the podcast, hope next week's a bit more of a, you know, a bit more of a dramatic affair. It delivered. It really, it over-delivered, yeah, to be fair. Yeah, it actually got to the point where I was like, I don't feel good yeah. watching this. You always <laughs> reach the point in maths when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely find the Danny and Carolina thing, okay, apart from obviously the effect on Dion, I find it funny in the sense that how much they think we care. Yes. We don't. We don't care about them. They're just not, I'm just not invested in them. You and know? also... It's quite interesting also because I feel like this is the first time where he's actually not in the show. Like he's not in the experiment. So I'm just thinking of like the production schedule. They must be like, okay, a little bit of a fair time here. Yeah. We've got to get Daniel's time. I know, like- right? When they had, when they met up for a drink, like I, I was very conscious of that. Yeah. They're like, you know, did they call him in and go set up the cameras and then like, you know, he's been mic'd up. It's so weird to think about. I know. But the way you can just like suspend your belief and be like, yeah, <laughs> all good. <laughs> anyway, we're going to go couple by couple, but it's going to get messy because of mm. course it was retreat week and everything kind of blurred into one. Love retreat week. Oh, Love so that space. Want to go there. I know. The big, um, the big piano bed? Yeah, that's the one. Really but high up. Really high up. Mm. I, that's break a leg territory for me. Get up in the it night is. to go for a wee and broken leg. Yeah. No, I wouldn't yeah. be in the piano bed myself. Uh, but what I just, I love that place. Pizza party. Yeah. <laughs> Good time. It's iconic. That should be the site of the Real Pod Museum. It should be. <laughs> I just spat with enthusiasm. Oh, shit, you can't do that these days, can you? 
No. Don't go near this area just here, okay? okay. That's right where the food is. Right, right near the food. I guess there's mine. See what you've done. <laughs> uh, anyway, Dom and Jack, we'll start with them. So um, they, they, yeah, I've got get, get get the private homestead with the crazy piano bed was my first line mm-hmm. of my notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dom is seeking counsel from the wives about the fact that her and Jack haven't been intimate Mm-hmm. In two weeks. She's not feeling sexy. He's just not as horny as she is, mm-hmm. I think is what's happening here. She's been established kind of already. Yeah, it has. It has. Um, but the unfortunate thing is that Jack was about two feet away. <laughs> the whole thing. That shot of him just like in the background and sort of soft focus. I was like, how can she not understand what's happening right now? I mean, I think, you know, it's hard to get perspective you know, of how how noisy, like, it might have been amongst the guys and, you know. So there was a lot of chat about how Domenica's voice carries, mm. that she's got quite a loud voice and therefore that's why he could hear her. Mm-hmm. Little did we know how much of a plot line that was going to be. Yeah. Um, so, her, yeah, got her in trouble a couple of times, <laughs> a couple yes. of times this week. Yes. So they began having this big sort of fight about that. Yeah. Jack which was feeling very upset, which you can understand. Totally. Um, I liked how Brent was sort of playing mediator. Like, he went between them and was like, Dom, i got to tell you, we could hear everything. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, fuck. I love, this is what I love about Retreat Week, though, is seeing those kind of friendships and, yeah. and seeing everyone moving around. Like, there was a moment, this is how entrenched I am in math psychology, where Sam was talking to Brent after Brent and Tamara had had some words and I was like, are Sam and Brent going to get together? Like I just see I just see right. a wife talking with a husband and I immediately go, they're going to have an affair. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's shocking. <laughs> I mean, I even thought that about Holly and Al for a second when she was giving him the um, the how to be intimate tips. Like oh, my gosh. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> Can you imagine those two together? She'd probably love that. I feel like she she'd take on it. that role of like. And he needs to be told exactly what to do (laughs) at all times. (laughs) Anyway, uh, we're getting away with ourselves. You could adopt him, to be honest. Getting away with ourselves? Getting away on on ourselves. ourselves. Anyway, that's what we're doing. Um, Dom and Jack looked like they were about to work things out. And I don't know what happened. Like I blinked and then suddenly he's he's, uh, telling her to fuck off and Mm. Uh, and then she's like, don't tell me to fuck off yeah. or I will fuck off or something. So things got things were bad. Yeah. Just sitting in the scene. It was a very, very, very bad day for Dom. Yeah. Um, then we, we moved to, I feel like now's the time to move to Olivia and Jackson. Oh. Uh, I feel like there's a reason why we haven't seen a lot of Olivia and Jackson on the show. It's I think very they have, interesting. Yeah, I think they've been setting her up as the... Um, you know, they've been the, the the dream couple, the successful couple. That's been their role. It's all just being very boring and dull because mm. it's all so nice and happy and lovely between mm. them. I think there may have been some moments left on the cutting room floor where we might have been given a little insight perhaps into what she is truly like, but yeah. they chose not to include it. Well, we've had flashes of it, like where she's kind of interjected in commitment ceremonies True. and yes. rolled her eyes and yeah. done those, like, little faces. Yes. Mm. She... She's it's my fight for life. <laughs> and that's on the record. Okay. <laughs> Warning signs. <laughs> when she told Jackson, no, she told the camera? She told the camera that she'd uh, been asked to be a bridesmaid for her friend <gasps> and was given a poo brown dress. I mean, you can just say brown, you know? Just say brown. A poo brown dress 
to wear as the bridesmaid. She had this dress for six months, and then uh, the the bride then she told the bride that she didn't like it. She said it was disgusting, and then the bride debridesmaided her, mm-hmm. which is totally fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, at which point she cut up the dress and sent it. Like the the bride asked for it back, she cut it up and sent it to her. I can't believe the level of villainy. Like it is like. Regina George times a thousand. And she's so proud of it. She's so proud of it. It's crazy. And also that, I mean, I can't help but think the costuming of this day, how she was almost dressed like like a preppy high school yes. cheerleader, was like perfect. <laughs> and I, like the, the amount of times she called Dom White trash just made my skin crawl. And I think, I feel like... Possibly not. That's not the first time that she's thought that, you know, or no. even voiced that potentially to Jackson. I don't know. It just seems so. I don't know. So wild. So she's mm. she's pissed off because at the commitment ceremony, Dom was coming up against the lovely Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Why would you defend Carolina <laughs> for any reason? I mean, love <laughs> definitely backed the wrong horse here. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So she she's kind of got this beef with Dom and then she was as part of Jack overhearing Dom mm. talking about her sex, you know, the, the lack of sexual uh, intimacy between them, Liv decides to announce to the room that she's had the most intense orgasm of her life that afternoon that she basically blacked out and had some sort of seizure. Mm-hmm. Just to rub in Dom's face just how good the sex is. That she just had it that afternoon and she had the best orgasm of her life. But also should possibly have called a doctor, you know, if you black out. I don't know. Is that, I don't know. Maybe it's not. I don't know. I can't comment. Anyway, um, but she, yeah, she's a really, really nasty side came out of her this she's week. Sticking the knife in. And then it got so much worse. So much worse. Uh, Dom came, was it Dom came back at her? What started the your voice, your voice sort of back and forth? Oh, God. Uh, I can't remember. It was all so... It just escalated really, really quickly. It escalated really and quickly. And Liv was going, I'm bored, I'm bored, when Dom was saying, you know, yeah. her piece about whatever. And it was when she started bringing up your voice. Mm. Your voice is annoying, you're so loud, I'm sick of your voice. You're that aggressive. Dom just completely, completely freaked. Yeah. He threw a wine glass down on the table and did not brandish it like a weapon. She did not. I can't believe they didn't play replay the footage I know. as a flashback throughout all of the conversations. I know. It would have been very helpful for the viewer. I know. I wonder if they were a bit worried, though, that maybe it's not. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was shocking. It was shocking. And it was, obviously, would have been quite terrifying being at the table. Mm. Um, but there was some provocation. This is not a, a defence, but Dom owned what she did. Yeah. And you could see that she was really getting wound up. And Olivia just did not let up. She could see that she was getting to her and she kept poking, she poking, poking, poking. the bear. Poking the bear. As Ella kept saying. And you could tell that Dom immediately, like, that had unearthed something very deep and primal within her that clearly went back to, like, a deeper trauma and bullying. Sure. And we know all of that. And, you know, it's also related to, like, freaking, like, gross classism in Australia and the attitude towards, mm-hmm. like, Mediterranean Australians. Like, it's mm-hmm. that whole thing just, like exploded in one little argument. Yeah. It's crazy. It was truly horrendous. And I think the fact the fact that all the women who were there pretty much, you know, they were shocked, but none of them 
really, like they could kind of see how it got to that point. They could see how it escalated. And then when Dom apologised, they all accepted her apology, apart from obviously Carolina and Liv. Mm. But the thing that gets me about Liv is that she has no remorse, like none whatsoever. In this situation, she could have just really, like how to play it, if she was thinking about it, would be to just... Play the victim, you know? Like, a shocking thing happened. You know, it was mm. kind of directed at her. Mm. The glass thing would have been very scary. Um, and she could have just been like, I was traumatised. That was awful. Um, I'm so sad. Mm. <laughs> but because she went in and did all the stuff, said all the stuff that she said, mm-hmm. it's like, I have no sympathy for you whatsoever. At the vitriol of, like, when she was saying, she's like, I don't want an apology. I want to burn her at the stake. I know. And she's, and this is not even in the moment. So yeah, she's not even this is the next, next day. She's having a casual <laughs> conversation with her husband, who, by the way, his eyes have never been wider I with know. fear. I know. I, I'm so, I want them to implode. I want Jackson to run a mile. <laughs> okay. Now you're starting to sound like love. Because <laughs> she did actually say she wanted... Dom and Jack to implode. Did you catch that? After, oh, did she say? Did she say that? <laughs> yeah, she did say that. She basically was like, "I want them." But to. at least, like, Dom and Jack are like, "Yes, we have troubles. We're not perfect." Yeah. You know, Liv and Jackson are just like have coasted on this thing for so long. But Liv was also incredibly intentional with what she was trying to do. So mm. when Dom interjects, it's because she feels passionately, morally bound, right? Mm. So yeah, she does. She gets involved. It's that's true. She feels morally bound. She's always sticking up for the person that she thinks has been hard done by. Um, and she says what a lot of us are thinking, mm-hmm. right? And maybe not in the way that everyone else, anyone else would, but that's Dom and that's genuine. Liv, extremely two-faced. Mm-hmm. Like so much venom and yet she's putting on this veneer. Of being, even when she's like, hey, girlfriend, oh. can I have a hug? Like... It was and Dom awful. was like, you know what, I'm not ready for that. And then and then Liv immediately switches back, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. just, there's so much going on on this in this week. I can't believe the, the character arc of Liv. It's just, it's just incredible. And then when she started, then when Jackson started to sort of be like, I feel like you've undone all your work yeah. trying to be the bigger person because she kept going on about how she had swallowed her pride and aren't you proud of me for so going, genuine. hey, girlfriend. But it's not genuine. That's it's like extremely antagonistic uh. hug. Um, and then she immediately starts crying and, like, again flipping back yeah. and being like a kid and being mm. like, I can't be nice all the time. Yeah, yeah. Actually, people can, you know. <laughs> but also Jackson makes a great point, which is then, yeah, but you don't have to be nasty all the time either. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle, you know. But it's also, I mean, there's, there's kind of like expressing your opinion and then there's deliberately trying to upset people and goad mm. them. That's that's entirely different things, right? Mm. Uh, and saying that you want cyanide and to take a Xanax and all the other stuff I while Dom was trying to apologise, which was like, you know, what Dom did was not cool, but I really felt for her in that moment yeah. trying to front up to the group and, you know. Would have been very, very hard. Horrible. And that's the thing. Liv has just created all the sympathy for Dom and us because she's been such a turd. Mm. Uh, <laughs> she had some insanely good, when I say good, I mean bad quotes, like, um, I can hold a grudge for a very long time. And I've held a grudge for less. Like, all very like, are you going to murder someone yeah. style, you know? Um, and she says she doesn't want to be associated with white trash. She honestly called Dom white trash so many times. 
It was just horrendous. It was really awful. When she said, she's dead to me, she's a ghost, she's a whisper in the night. I mean, it's a so great poem, but feel a like terrible sentiment. I feel like will be read out in court one day. <laughs> Honestly, if it was up to me, I'd burn her at the stake. I'm a petty person. I'm not one to take the high road. I still hate girls now that threw sand in my face at preschool. And I believe it. That's not know? me, by the way. That's yeah. this, this quote. Uh, saying that you're a petty person in a way that's like, this is so proud of it. I'm so proud of it. Yeah. So, yeah, to see Jackson, like, slowly get the ick. Yeah. <laughs> and then just kind of, like, distance himself from her quite a lot was, um, yeah, pretty crazy for them. I, I don't think he got the ick enough. I think he needs more ick. But I think, you know, surely some of her worst moments were when she was doing her piece to cameras because that was when mm. there was, like, no emotion. She was just a void and she was just just cold and calculated. Mm. Yeah. Who Genuinely thought? chilling to chilling. watch. Chilling. <laughs> totally <laughs> chilling. <laughs> oh, yeah, anyway, Ella was my hero, by the way. Oh, like, Ella she has is the best. always been the one. She's my favourite character. Mm. Person. Not <laughs> the actual person. She, she's always been the one to, like, when someone's come in and started bad-mouthing their spouse at the uh, dinner party, the cocktail party, if they've arrived separately, she'll always be like, I'm going to wait until I've spoken to them. She doesn't jump on the bandwagon. Mm. She waits to get the whole story and the full mm. picture. She gives people, you know, she acknowledges that the glass-breaking situation was bad. She didn't, like, let Dom off the hook for that. Mm. But she obviously uh, backed her friend who was in a really difficult position with this bully. I mean, Liv was bullying mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. And she was lying, you know. She said that she was sticking the glass in her face like that. And Ella was just like, that's that's just not what happened. Yeah. But... Uh, anyway, it's awful. It was an awful fight. <laughs> it was an awful fight. Let's get on to, should we just move on to our other sticky couple? Yes, please. <laughs> Let's just get all the yuck stuff out of the way. <laughs> well, when I say couple, I mean thruple. Dion and Catalina and Danny. Danny. <laughs> <laughs> you, me, and Dupree. <laughs> so at the commitment ceremony, these guys, um, these guys were going to, wanted to leave, both of them. At first, uh, Carolina had put leave. Dion had put stay, but then when he heard her on the couch, he's like, I want to change my mind. And I don't really know what happened. There was some sort of magic trick that happened where John was like, well, Well, no. (laughs) You're in this experiment, and which has a proven 100% success rate. You've got to stay. It's ridiculous. It is. The thing of life, you've written stay. I know. Because the fact of the matter is, we've seen heaps of couples just leave, even if someone's written stay Mm. over the years. So... You can still leave. Yeah. So I wonder if it's like, look, we've booked Daniel's hotel for the next week. We've yeah. got all these setups done at the bar. We have to keep you, yeah. we have to keep you here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. And then we like, learned more about how Carolina, Dion thought they were having like a nice night dancing together. And Carolina was like, no, I was just laughing at you dancing yeah. all night. It was just like, again, that nastiness. She's so nasty. Um, and Alessandra called her out again for using the Latina sort of excuse, saying we're feisty and compassionate but we're never disrespectful and mean. And Carolina just, like, doesn't Nothing. care. I know. Her and Liv are just, like, just absolute blank canvases on their faces. Well, no, that's not true. Liv is full of expressions. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. when, when something that should hit home mm. hits them, it's just like, eh, they couldn't care less. Mm. Uh, Carolina goes for a drink with Daniel. He has his shirt unbuttoned basically to his tummy button. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't want to kiss him because, you know, she's trying to stay faithful <laughs> to her husband or something. Uh, 
It doesn't last very long. It doesn't last very long. No. It was actually a really like a horrible edit of Dion talking about how he wants to be cuddling on the couch with Carolina and it's intercut with Carolina starting to pash up Danny and he's grabbing her bum and I'm starting to get horny. Yeah. Which is not a very sexy thing to say, I don't reckon. We were talking about this when we were watching it, that the word horny feels like it's come back into the, like a, as a normal thing to say. Right. Horny was always a joke thing to say, yeah. I thought. I mean, it still is to me. I'm stuck in the whenever it was, the early 2000. Maybe it's just Daniel because he says it a few times, I think. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But it's like that song. You know that song? Oh, horny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when they go on the retreat, she's, you know, she's busy chatting to Danny on the phone. Um, and then so the, the, the relationship is obviously it's accelerating with mm. Danny. In the meantime, she wants to go for a run and, uh, and Dion, ask Dion if he wants to join her and he's like... I don't run, and you know this, and you're doing this on purpose. What did you make of this? I thought she was just being so evil again. Like the one thing Dion doesn't like to do, just so she can say, well, I tried. Right. It's like, I asked you to walk over hot coals with me, and you didn't. I tried. <laughs> I, I had a slightly different. Really? Yeah. I mean, I think I. it might have been because I wasn't watching, like, properly. Okay. But I kind of got the vibe that she was just like, he caught her on her way out. As she was going for a run, and then she was—he was like, "You know, what are you up to?" And she's like, "I'm going for a run. Do you want to come with?" Mm. Was it not like that? I don't think so. I think there was a little bit more. Like she's like, "You know, I try." I, I but like it was to obviously run a I... genuine run because she went around that tennis court fifty-six times. <laughs> There's no way it was staged. Yeah. Why didn't she go uh, <laughs> a little bit further? <laughs> maybe around, the, around like a rat. Maybe the camera battery ran out and they had to be plugged into the mains power, <laughs> so they couldn't stray too far. I don't know. It's um, inexplicable. It's interesting that Dion doesn't run given his penchant. penchant. How do you say that word? Penchant. Penchant. For tracksuits. For tracksuits. <laughs> I don't know how you felt when Al got into the tracksuit yeah. and was like doing the bloody worm in there. I was like, <laughs> that tracksuit, it's probably extremely expensive mm. and you are going to make it pill because it's going to catch. <laughs> yeah. It's going to catch on splinters. Yeah. And Dion was quietly freaking out. And I was like doing capoeira next to a fire. <laughs> <laughs> and Dion's like, no, <laughs> the jacket. But also Dion, the one thing he's been craving is like human interaction this yeah. entire experience. He'll sacrifice so. his clothes to share yeah, a moment I with Al. So. I love his full, when he arrived, I think, at the retreat with the bright red, big, like, Pharrell hat and the red track suit. I was just like, you rock. Yeah. You know? he's he just so, rocks. He's so great. <laughs> Maybe you can wear anything and, and own it as long as you have the confidence. Mm. Can I, like, wear a, a, a fedora and some, like, sparkly glasses? I would love nothing more <laughs> than for you to walk into the studio with a fedora and some sparkly glasses on. <laughs> I just don't think I have the confidence. I think if you just come in, like, <laughs> what am I doing? Sashaying my head. Yeah, I'm kind swag. of moving my shoulders back. I don't think I have swag built in. <laughs> I don't think. You just showed me a cool walk before off mic. That looked quite good. Quite good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, this whole running thing really put Dion over the edge. He really does not want to go for a run. Mm. He sees it as her attacking him where it hurts, basically, the, the things that he doesn't want to do. Mm. Uh, coffee, breakfast, just a reminder. Coffee, bread. but she doesn't want to go to Bondi. I mean, it's so the, the, the you know, yeah, terrible match ultimately. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, when they when they get back home, oh, hang on, no, because he wants to play chess and do lawn bowls as well. That's right, lovely activities, lovely activities. But what say you if Dion 
went to Carolina and said, hey, do you want to play some lawn bowls? And she went, you've chosen something I don't like to do. Would that not be the same thing? Mm. Not because of their history, right? I feel like lawn is just running is asking away more of somebody. It really is. It really is. Look at his clothes. Chess, though. That's asking a lot of someone if they don't play chess. That's true. But that it could be a bonding bond, time. Yeah, it could be a bonding time. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. <laughs> anyway, that's true. They get back. As soon as they're back from the retreat, Carolina, who sits to see Daniel. Yeah. Um, and they, that weird, sleazy-looking red velour, like... Dulcies. <laughs> What's that? Is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they have a big old uh, make-out session on the staircase. It's just gross. <laughs> just yeah. Gross. It's so, yeah. And then the cameraman like, hastily being like, oh, God, they're doing something. And it's I'm that bloody cord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yanking the cord. Get the power back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, move on to, um, to Ella and Mitch. And, I mean, they're having a great time. Mitch is so happy when the focus is not on them. He I know. was like popping corks and catching it in his mouth, doing I'm sorry. a prank. Someone call World Guinness World Records yeah. because like that was dark. How did he manage that? I and then he just spat it out and casually kicked it as well. So <laughs> in in one amazing feat of athleticism <laughs> mm. uh, and and great skill, this man, I'm back on. I'm like I'm on and I'm off the Mitch on, train yeah. like nobody's business. I'm back on. I'm well yeah. back on. Yeah. I really hope these two work out. And the thing is that it's um, cool about how Mitch is approaching this for me is he's basically saying this would really work in the real world. It's in this situation that makes it difficult for us. Mm. Rather than the other way around, normally we hear couples talking about like, oh, will this work in the real world? You know, we're here and we've got, you know, this this experiment all caught up in the in the balloon of the, the mm. bubble. <laughs> the balloon. <laughs> all caught up in the bubble of the experiment. <laughs> um, but this when he work in the real world, he's kind of like, he's thinking about, hey, I actually want to be with this person mm. in proper terms. Mm. I like how he just like takes a back seat to the drama, but like is there for Ella, like kind of backs her and yeah. we'll just say, like Mitch going, all oh, right, yeah, to Dom is just like the biggest endorsement yeah. you could ever yeah. get from a human. Yeah. <laughs> That was awesome, that moment. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Al and Sam. Al has a... Uh, oh, dear. Al, it's so difficult for me because Al is adorable mm. and I love him and he's great in the telly, but I can see why Sam gets frustrated. Yeah. Like, he he did a lovely poem. Mm. It rhymed. It- had some rhymes. <laughs> my beautiful wife, I want to see you in my life. Yeah. It was very like an eight-year-old. I mean, he's getting younger each week. The and he's so proud Benjamin of his Button. He's Benjamin Button. Yeah. He's so proud of his poem. He is. He doesn't read the room very well Mm-mm. on her reaction because she's like, oh, yeah, that's nice. Um, <laughs> the like, conversations will be in detail and I will try not to fail. <laughs> When he talked about the showy and he's made a little joke and he looks up at her to see, like, he's like, did you catch that? Did you like that one? And she's just not even looking at him. <laughs> oh, it's so intense. Oh, dear. He'd really set a foot wrong when he tried to, before that, kind of after the commitment ceremony, when he was like, the reason I don't have deep, I don't talk deep, he like, loves to say talk mm. deep, is because sometimes you are a bit, like, moody. Fuck. <laughs> it's like. That's not what you say. <laughs> Do you think he just has trouble describing, like he's not very good with words, yeah. he has trouble describing what it is he means. Yeah. So, and it comes out 
pretty bad. Yeah, I think that's exactly <laughs> what's happening. Yeah. The problem is perhaps evidence of that. <laughs> and he also, another thing of him, he just, yeah, reading the room wrong at the commitment ceremony when Sam, I think, was kind of in tears talking about how there's no passion and it's yeah. just not working. And then he was like, I'm a bubbly guy. I wrote stay and like giant <laughs> bubble letters. <laughs> And she's, like, crying next to him. I was just like, ow. <laughs> Not everything is like a shoey, you know, <laughs> in life. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Anyway, uh, I don't feel good about them. No. <laughs> I don't feel like that's going to be a lifelong thing. Brent and Tamara. Um, I don't remember them at the commitment ceremony at all. But he did give her some lovely flowers. However, he wrote Mrs. Vitiello on the card, and that was a bit confronting for her, mm-hmm. and she's gone cold. Mm-hmm. Now, I can understand how that could be a bit confronting. Because this is a pretend marriage for all intents and purposes. Yeah. But to see that would kind of like hammer home the gravity of everything. Yeah. However, basically from that moment on, they've like, she blanked him. She froze him out. And they just stopped talking. Mm. Did we miss something? I'm not sure. It just, is it all just that, Mrs. Vitiello? Because, I don't know, Brent is just, you know, he's just trying to be a nice guy. Yeah. And, but also talk about it. You could like, you yeah. could honestly just say, Hey, the flowers are beautiful. I, I did find that quite confronting, and I, you know, I, mm. I probably even, you know, if things work out, I would never take your name. I'm my own mm. woman. I don't need to take your surname, but um, I just want you to know that, you know, mm. and talk it out because he will talk it out. He's a reasonable guy. Yeah, she just completely blanked him mm. for like days and days on end. And then I think when they finally kind of came together on the retreat, she was like. It's claustrophobic. You're suffocating me. Yeah. <laughs> like you haven't spoken in like a few days. But. I know, I know. And he, she said that hanging out with him doesn't excite her. Mm. It's horrible. People are mean. People are mean. Selena and Cody, fine. They pack the loop. That's all, that's all oh, we've got. God. A very dull week for them, but that's fine. I'm happy for it to be a dull week for them. They seem to be getting on. Lovely. Yeah. Also, I just, Cody, when he tried on Dion's hat, I was just like, you wish. You <laughs> wish you could pull off that hat. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like Dion when all the guys were trying on his things I was like he'd be doing that thing where it's like it's fine it's fine <laughs> yeah. it's okay yeah, yeah is, I'm part yeah. of the gang and then it's like dying he's thinking yeah. like that costs $3,000 <laughs> there was a really nice dynamic through the episodes at the retreat that I found which also is kind of problematic but I did enjoy how it was like full deadly drama with uh, with the wahine hmm. when they're having their shit between Dom and Liv. Anytime it cuts to the boys, they're just like, yeah, the boys. the boys. So last yeah. year it was the other way around, right? True. It was the dudes who had all the drama. Yeah. Mm. The dudes were bringing the drama and the um, and the, the girls were all pals. Uh, so it's just the, yeah, it's the, the off year for the girls. I did have a bit of an out-of-body, like, this is incredibly heteronormative watching this program. Mm. And then I was way back in it with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, see? It's just another time that you just want to be a dude, eh? Just easier. Pop on a tracksuit. I did actually notice that when they left, it looked like Dominica was wearing Dion's tracksuit bottoms. She was wearing those light blue Adidas trackies. Ah, the sisterhood of the travelling tracksuit (laughs) Surely not the same ones that Al fucking tarnished. Maybe Dion threw them out. <laughs> she took, she took them out of the bin. <laughs> uh, did you notice that Jack was wearing a, a sweater that had pods and vlogs written on it? Ah, uh-huh. no, I didn't. Yeah, that's so something to do. Uh, pods and vlogs. I need to know more. Yeah, currently investigating. 
I'm not. <laughs> Matt and Kate. Oh. Oh, no. This was quite a big week for them. <laughs> Kate doesn't like being a mean person. She had a big cry at the commitment ceremony. She wrote leave. Matt wrote stay, of course, because glimmer of hope, glimmer of hope. Mm. Um, and they decide to try a bit harder. And it's, it looks like things are maybe, I mean, when I say try a bit hard, they, they decide. Kate decides because Matt's already trying Doing very hard. <laughs> she said, you know, she's really been making an effort. She's been in the same room as him. Yep. And, you it's, know. <laughs> she has, to her credit, been sharing a bed with him this entire time, which is a lot more than you can say for many of the other couples. So uh, she, you know, she's trying from here on in Yeah, is what's happening. They have a lovely spa. They say some nice oh things to each God. other. It's not awkward at all. It's really nice and relaxed and natural. And then she says, uh, do you want a hug? <laughs> she doesn't want a hug, but no. she feels like it's the right thing to do. And bless her, she's doing as the experts have asked. They have a hug and then he's like, great, now's the time. <laughs> if ever was there, there was a time to get intimate, it's now. She's ready. She's, it was nice touching her. Um, and then we had this insane callback to Patrick and Belinda and the remember the rose petal oh, bath with yes, the, feet? the feet. He just aggressively grabbed her feet, nearly dragged her into the it water. Was pulling her towards her. Yeah. And she's just like white knuckled holding on to the edge of the spa for dear life. Um That was as far as he got. I think he got he got he got some I was gonna say toe action, that sounds no. bad. No, he, he got to touch some toes and then yeah. uh, then it was time to get out. And he uh he real potted that. Absolutely <laughs> real potted it. He did that thing where he went to step back a little bit and because the spa had like seating around the edge, mm. he just stepped into the hole. Well, no, what he did before that was he smacked her on the ass. No, that was after. Oh. Then when they went up on the veranda. Did he do it in the spa as well? Yeah. <gasps> he smacked her on the ass as she was getting out. Oh, I missed that. And then he fell back and did like. Accidental Manu in the spa again. Oh, God. Soaked, you know, oh, had another I tsunami. I completely misread that. Ignore everything I say. <laughs> got it wrong about the run. Got it wrong about the spa. And she was like, if you smack me on the ass again, I'm going to punch you in the face. I'll punch you in the head. <laughs> fair. Which is absolutely, absolutely fair. Absolutely fair. He should not have done that. He should not have done it that. It is, like, not okay to just grab someone's ass like that. But I did quite like the karmic revenge of him falling backwards in the spa. And then the comic revenge of him getting really trashed. <laughs> that was so funny. And ruining ruining everything. He for... was, how plastered was he? Because the guilt level was off the charts. And everyone knew about it. It seemed like he rocked up to Mitch and Ella's apartment yeah. and tried to get in. He overcooked it in his own words. <laughs> <laughs> he really did. He did amazing apologies, though. He did. Um... He did a good apology, according to Liv. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, apology that's, queen. That's a great apology. <laughs> she doesn't care about the intent behind the apology as long as it's delivered in an eloquent manner. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he must have got really, he went out, he wanted to watch a boxing match. Where were the cameras, you know? know. Like cameras on Matt at all, all times. Time. <laughs> Came home, caused some sort of ruckus, ruckus that we didn't see and... Uh, got more piddled when he got back mm. to the apartment and she was just not into it. She kicked him out and then um, and TBC the state. But she's like, this is, un- this is undone everything. All of it. The spa. <laughs> People are control Zing all over the place on this show. When you choose to invest, your money has power. Avoiding companies that finance weapons production or ignore climate change is important. 
But impact investing goes beyond just avoiding harmful behaviours. It's an opportunity to invest in companies that are actually improving the world. Invest in a better future with the Harbour Sustainable Impact Fund. Grow your wealth and make a positive impact on the world. This is not personalised advice, a disclaimer, and the product disclosure statement for Harbour Investment Funds issued by Harbour Asset Management is available at harbourasset.co.nz. At Zed, we know that it's time to move from being a part of the climate change problem to the heart of its solution. And as a New Zealand company providing fuel to people in all parts of the country, we also know that we have a real chance to lead that change. We're committed to providing the right energy for everyone and keeping our customers moving. We believe that innovation in fuel and how it's used can make a huge difference to our planet. You can find out more about what we're doing in the Z app and you can save money at the pump at the same time. Download the Z app for free and make your journey with Z quicker and easier. Okay, then there's the dinner party. Brent Tamara arrive separately. Dan and Carolina arrive separately. Matt's trying not to throw up. <laughs> yeah. Like literally, genuinely. <laughs> I want to be in a. I'm trying not to throw up, and I want to be in a cave. But I've shown up because it's the right thing to do. Can you imagine a worse place to be hungover than a maths dinner party? No, the noise, <laughs> the tension, the lights, the cameras, the, the aromas. There was no noise when they first sat down. So true. Oh, that's not true. There was noise. There was a lot of knives and forks on plates. <laughs> a lot of clinking. <laughs> Um, Dom isn't drinking, so already making a proactive move to try and keep things chill, mm. you know. Mm. Um, the dinner begins, as we say, a lot of, a lot of foley. Mm. It, was a, it was not native sound, I don't think. <laughs> no. <laughs> a lot of cuts of just people um, eating and not talking. Silently. It went on fever. It was kind of great. It was a good, it was a good eater. Yeah. It was. And the experts were sort of like... Hmm, it appears something is wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt gets up, does his apology, great apology, as we mm-hmm. said. Um, and then Dom makes the huge mistake of asking Dion how he's going. Wow. And he makes the huge mistake of saying, oh, I'm exhausted. And then the night unravels big Kicks time. Poor Al. Again. Al just does his not mouth like. His open and he's going back and forth. Like, what did he say? Like, like a tennis Federer, 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 Federer and Nadal. He has... <laughs> His eyes, when he's seeing things, like things for the first time ever, like people have a fight, his eyes just are the widest sources <laughs> in human history. Anyway, Dom asks Dion how he does. He says he's exhausted. Carolina whips around and is like, uh, I'm right here. Mm. How do you talk about me? This is the least like dramatic talking about someone while they're sat right next to them that we've ever seen on this show. Yeah. Like it happens all the time and it's all mo- the time. Always much, much worse. There was also just before they went to the table, um, Kate was talking to Selena about how much she loathes Matt and then the camera <laughs> zoomed out and Matt was sitting right there. Like, that's just power for the course. It's just power for the course, you know. I mean, look at look at what happened to Jack and Dom at the retreat. Like mm. again, much worse than just saying I'm exhausted. Yes, <laughs> and all, all that that implies. Apparently, yeah. uh, anyway. So then it all kicked off. It all kicked off. I've got. I've basically got no notes from here on in. No, it, I, I wrote in capital letters. I, as in me, I feel like I'm being poisoned <laughs> watching this. It was extremely toxic. Liv, started, Liv was interjecting and she started doing like little voices and stuff. And Jack was like, let's not do voices because mm. you know how that ends. Mm. But she was just like so ready to go. Mm. It was disgusting. 
Um, I like that Matt stuck up for Dom when she, mm. uh, on the topic of the apology, like he's a new player, you know, mm-hmm. he's not, uh, he's not being like a main player in the group. Yeah. Um, but he, you know, he felt she needed the support to that point, you know, to that extent that he yeah. would get up and, and kind of voice there, which I thought was really nice. He's also probably still pissed up. He's absolutely. He's got nothing, he's got nothing to lose. <laughs> Plastered still. <laughs> Won't remember any of it in the morning. Um, but I also love how the cheer drag is the new drink in your face. Oh, yeah. like we see the cheer drag for the first time this season earlier. True. And now it's happened again. They realize Holly they can did do it, it first and now Dion. Yeah. <laughs> it's like drinks in the face is so yeah. like twenty twenty one. You mean these chairs aren't glued to the ground? <laughs> what else can we do? <laughs> what will it be next year? If they need to do something so that they can have it, we've never seen this before. They've in always the, got to have primos. something. Yeah. Someone sits on the chair backwards, <laughs> like Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah. I mean, we don't, probably don't need to go into the detail of all the arguing, eh? Cause it, it was, was just, just all the same stuff. Just Liv the same stuff. said she will hate Dominica for the rest of her life, which was a quote. And it just... I'm just desperate. It was horrible to I'm watch. desperate for Jackson to see the light. And run away, basically. Yes. Yes. I'm desperate for that to happen. He's a very nice man. He's a lovely man. I like the way that even he tried to, like, accept the apology on behalf of the couple. Like, yes. He was like, yeah, Dom, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like, sh- 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 totally. <laughs> but it just didn't work. Yeah, it just didn't work. Liv is a scary person, yes. we've come to know. And he's still, he's just managing it. He's placating her without getting her more wound up. Mm. Um, but also making it clear to Dom that, like, he's not. He's not in the same camp yeah. as Liv, which I mean, is quite he, a bold thing to do. And he even went after Dom immediately when she was, like, crying yeah. so much, like, inconsolable, yeah. as he said. Like, he's just, like, he knows what to do. And so does Jack, actually. Jack I really respected like, the way that Jack kind of cared for Dominica yeah. when she was really stressed out. The dudes had a good week this week. It was a great, it was a great week. Yeah, the boys. <laughs> well <Yeah>. done. <laughs> and I think that is the title of our podcast this week. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Thank you, T.I. here for your input. Thank you for sort of like stepping into, into uh, the... The dude roll. Yeah. <laughs> oh, honestly, I'm bored of this conversation. How <laughs> 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 <You're> rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drag my chair out of here. Thank you, Alex. Thank, Thank you, you to everyone who's listening. Make sure that you share this with all your friends. The season's going to be wrapping up soon. It's your last chance to get on board the, uh, the real recap train. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Start your day with The Bulletin, a newsletter from the spin-off summarising New Zealand's biggest breaking stories and highlighting the best reporting from around the country. Sign up for free today at thespinoff.co.nz slash newsletters. Talo for lover. I'm Madeline Chapman, editor at The Spin-Off. If you have the means, consider supporting our high-quality journalism by becoming a Spin-Off member. Sign up now at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. Kia ora e tewi, Kia Butler here, podcast manager at The Spin-Off. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a Spin-Off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.